Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. So today it's time to explore how the lover archetype can hijack us. And I'm sat here again looking at the ocean because... So here's the deal. I can't find my lavalier microphone and when I don't have the lavalier microphone, the wind on the phone it just makes it impossible to actually have good recordings. And so I currently have to do it inside, but I hope to find that great microphone again soon. The lover archetype is the archetype of receptivity. It is the archetype of being. In Ultimate Intro to Masculine Archetypes, I speak about the acronym PLEASURE that represents the words PLAY, LOVE, EMPATHY, APPRECIATION, SURRENDER, UNITY, REST, and EMBODIMENT. And it appears that most of us men are most wounded in this particular sector. Robert Moore himself believed that, and I've certainly found that to be the case in my own life. And I believe that this is in part related to a cultural conditioning that says that a man that is worth something is a man that is busting his ass and just just a beast of burden. He carries his life as a beast of burden and he's a walking ATM machine where women and children can come and take out their their money, you know, so that they can buy what they need. This is a burden that so many of us men carry that we feel like we have to provide. And we also feel like in order to provide, we need to work really fucking hard. I also believe that we're so wounded here because the lover archetype is in a very deep and profound way connected to our relationship to our mother. So there's, there's a way in which we as men, we haven't resolved our relationship with our mothers in a very clear way. And most contemporary men in some way still feel like they're drowning in the mother archetype. And so the lover archetype then becomes associated with this sort of descending energy that we're being pulled into the earth in a way that feels very emasculating to to us but what is it that happens when this archetype hijacks us maybe we have been hijacked by the warrior archetype and we're just busting as we're doing 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 and now we're trying to move beyond that and so we're being hijacked by the lover instead that's a new compensatory strategy it's no longer working hard in order to feel the whole of worthiness inside lacking worthiness now instead i'm trying to fill the hole with addiction 
Now, of course, the eatable complex is associated with oral stimulation of sucking on mama's tit. And a lot of what we end up doing when we're hijacked by the lover is a version of that. We are stuffing ourselves with all kinds of pleasurable foods, chocolate, maybe we're drinking wine, we're drinking um, sweet things or eating sweet things or gourmet foods or maybe even junk food, just something that gives us that sense of stimulation that actually deep down reminds us of the safety of being at mother's bosom. Ultimately, that's what it is about, that we are somehow, by way of addiction, going back to that Oedipal child face, where we feel safe. And eating is even associated with the parasympathetic nervous system. So after eating, we get a rest and digest response where we feel some kind of smoothing out of the nervous system. And so there seems to be a reward system built in. And so this is survival based, you know, we, we eat and then the stress in our nervous system associated with the threat of starvation, it goes away and we can rest and relax. So you could say that the lover archetype, when it hijacks us, does a very similar thing to the warrior archetype. It is a way of bypassing the fact that we feel a hole inside where we don't feel loved, we don't feel worthy. But the way that we do it is not by pushing out, by doing, by penetrating, but it's by receiving. It is the point of least resistance. It is fully embracing the comfort zone and feeling like I'm in the safe cocoon, this nurturing bubble of goodness. There's a very popular TED talk on the topic of addiction with a guy, a British dude, uh, his name is Johan Hari, where he presents the theory that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, but connection. That's a sweet theory. It really is, but it's wrong. I mean, it's not entirely wrong. It's just incomplete. Because I have found in my own life, as well as in working with hundreds of guys, that connection in and of itself will not make addiction go away. Connection just becomes another feature of our addiction maybe sex or maybe just speaking to people about a lot of things that seem stimulating to us and we feel a sense of connection through that but ultimately again the connection that really restores and heals addiction is not with others it's not connection with others it's connection with me and that connection with me cannot be found isolated only inside of the lover archetype. That connection requires a full spectrum embodiment of the archetypes. And so you need to bring in the warrior as well. And so what I found is that actually, if you're going to heal addiction, yes, connection is required, but perhaps most importantly, you need power. 
Because when we're hijacked by the lover archetype and we're put into these addictive patterns, it is actually a holding pattern. It is a way for us to stay in a holding pattern so that we don't have to embody our power fully. And so a lot of people are addicted precisely because they're not doing what they're here to do. They're not speaking out in the ways that they need to speak out. And so then we become hijacked by the archetype that represents the path of least resistance, that represents comfort. And so when we find ourselves in a time where we just want to enjoy ourselves, we want to rest, we want to take a time out because we're tired, then a lot of the time what you'll find is on the other side of taking a break, you haven't actually rested because you're not grounded in a healthy way into the lover archetype. Your ego doesn't safely access this particular archetypal sector. And so rest just becomes addiction. It becomes this auto-erotic, you know, I need to please and stimulate myself so that I can feel good because I don't intrinsically feel good when I just stop doing things. And that is again because I don't love myself, I don't feel worthy, I don't have that intrinsic sense of being at home in life. So in these pandemic times, you will find that a lot of people struggle with addiction because we aren't able to push as much with our warrior archetype, whether it is because we haven't been allowed outside of our homes and so we can't work out in the same way, the gyms are closed, then we are now forced into a different compensatory strategy. We can't bypass our struggles with warrior efforting. For a lot of people, that is what exercising becomes. I mean, exercise is so healthy, but it is also a way for us to bypass facing deeper issues. And then the lover archetype becomes the same thing. You sit at home, you drink wine, you eat chocolate, and you're binging Netflix. It may not seem destructive, but it is. Because ultimately that path leads to deeper and deeper levels of depression. So just be careful that the grandiose lover archetype that just wants all of the pleasure in the world, sex, stuffing my face, stuffing her face, stuffing my face, binging, 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 more, 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 that that doesn't take you over. Because just as in any of the other archetypal sectors, it will flood you. It will flood your ego. It will drench you in archetypal energy and enslave you to it. You become less sovereign. And every time you become less sovereign, it will end in tears. So don't get hijacked by the lover archetype. In the Telegram community group for the podcast, I asked you guys if you wanted one weekly episode that has better production values, or if you want five episodes that remain quick and dirty. And as of now, the majority of you have said that you want one episode per week that is really well produced. And so I believe starting next week, I will start playing with that. And I will make this one episode where I work with the material in a much deeper way and I make it sound better and I'll take you on more of a journey. 
And so I'm excited to try that next week. But for now, this week, we have to explore two more archetypes and how they can hijack us. And I'm glad to say that there is no more fog here. And uh, Michelle and I had this incredible, incredible walk yesterday. It was the most remarkable sunset here. And of course, now that June is approaching, the nights here up in the north, they're so long and so beautiful. And the air is so fragrant with all of the flowers. And we passed by deer and a beautiful fox with all of these darker spots in his fur. He wasn't this plain bronzy brown red, but it was more of a spotted fur. And I've never seen a fox like that before. And we just stood there and looked at the fox and he paid us no attention. Maybe he's a lot more of a relaxed creature than the deer. Because the deer always perk up and look at me. That was good, man. It was good. So I hope you have some beautiful nature experiences today and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.